The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Be Fit for Life. Your host is Chad Austin. There's no time to get yourself into shape. Like right now, you'll learn how to overcome the day-to-day excuses and start working on the rest of your life. The results will come as you go and will just keep getting better and better. Now, here's your host and motivator, Chad Austin. What's up, everybody? I'm Chad Austin. Welcome to Be Fit for Life. Legendary football coach Vince Lombardi used to start every season with a speech that began with the phrase, Men, this is football. Then he would begin to break down the team's three main parts, offense, defense, special teams. I think if the legendary Lombardi were still here today, he would have an entirely different speech that would start with this phrase, Ladies and gentlemen, this is fitness. The fitness world needs motivational coaches just as badly as the NFL or any other professional sport does. And today, I have another legendary coach as a guest. Joining me later on the show today is Toscarino. Toscarino is the New York Times bestselling author of the Your, Bo- Your Best Body Now and the Eat Clean Diet book series. She is one of the leading North American health and wellness experts fighting the battle against obesity. Tosca translates healthy eating into an easily adaptable and enjoyable lifestyle that has attracted big-name celebrity followers such as Angelina Jolie, Bobby Brown, and Paula Abdul. She's a popular guest on numerous national TV, radio, web, and web programs, including Good Morning America, The Doctors, Early Show on CBS, and Fox and Friends. Today, you will get to hear about her new book that will be released at the beginning of the year, and she will answer the very popular question that I hear all the time, how do I get started? So people ask me quite a bit lately, how do I decide what I'm going to speak about in the beginning of my show? How do I decide the theme? And so a lot of times I decide based on who my guest is, but more often than not, it's what my client's needs are. So the whole point of my show is to help people make fitness a priority and help them overcome the obstacles in their lives they're using for excuses to not get started or to put fitness off till later. And so what is going to help my clients right now? What do they need to know? What's going to help them get life more lifestyle changes, get more long-term success. And so today's first topic was influenced by one of my clients. One of my clients that does my online training program, he's a client of mine that used to, I used to train with in person, and we just got started and he had to move away. So he, he didn't move far away, but far enough away is harder for us to train in person, and, so, and he travels a lot more for work now. So we do an online training program. I have an online training program that is just a three-week program I've created where I share people with people on Dropbox, and so just kind of like I do on this show, I want my clients that I train on purpose on, and online to get as much as I, as I can, so I give them as much chance to be successful as people that train with me in person get, and so that's why I use videos and documents and things like that through Dropbox, but this, this program set up to where it progresses every week, just like you would with your, if you're training with someone in person. 
And after every three-week program, after the three-week program ends, you evaluate yourself. Have you mastered the program? Are you ready to progress to another three-week program? Or do you need to repeat this? And my client repeated this three-week program three times before he signed up for a second one. So that should give you a heads up of what I'm about to say right there. But this three-week program, so I just sent him the second program. And these are this email I'm about to read to you from him, this is something that he sent me that I read and it kind of helped me develop the second program. But this is the email he sent me. I wanted to chat with you about the workouts. I've been having an increasingly difficult time being consistent with them over the last couple of weeks. Obviously, my hope of being able to simply add working out into my evenings isn't working very well. Too often, having to help other people or work issues are getting in the way. So I need to make a change. I think the best option would be for me to try and switch to doing my workouts in the morning before work. Unfortunately, I'm really not a morning person, and if I don't get enough sleep, I can occasionally have a problem fighting to stay awake during the day. Client meetings are so boring, but it's also a huge deal if I don't look engaged or awake. I just really want this to be a life change and not something I only do for a few months and then fall off the wagon again, and again is in all capital letters. So after I got this email, I dug a little deeper and I found a lot more problems that I actually had with the first program I sent him. For one, going by his goal, his goal is weight loss, and he has a job where he's a lot more sedentary. He's pretty sedentary at work. He sets most of the day unless he's up in meetings and we're talking in front of a group. He's not really very active. Uh, and so with that in mind and knowing it's a weight loss program, I, I did a lot of interval interval training with him. So it's resistance training, interval intervals. Uh, to try to burn the most calories I could in, in the workout. And this was supposed to be about 45-minute workouts the way I designed. It was taking him an hour and 15 minutes, an hour and a half to complete each workout because I made it just a little bit too hard, and he wasn't really able to stay with the intervals. He was needing a little more recovery time every time. And so that's going to be a problem. That's going to be hard to stay with very long, to stay with something for very long. And, and so this new program I made, I made a lot of changes, and one thing I did was I made him a lot smaller. I made our workouts a lot smaller. Uh, it's still interval training, um, but it's just a lot more smaller, a lot more, lot more recovery time in between sets. So it's a little bit less intense. And so the workout, the new workout program he has, he'll have three days, three mornings a week, where he has interval training for resistance training workout, about thirty minutes long. So there's a little less sets and a little more recovery time, but the, but close to the same workout we were doing. And then two mornings a week, he has a core workout he does, and then he has intervals for cardio. And then he has one day a week that's optional cardio, and then one rest day. And so I, when I sent this to him, all these workouts are 25 to 35 minutes long. So it's a lot shorter workouts than what I gave him the first time. And I sent him this message telling him that our emphasis for this program is consistency. And the first workout pr- program that he did three times, so it was nine weeks, out of the nine weeks, there was only one week where he completed every workout for the week. All the rest of them, he only got about half of them done. So that's not going to translate into that many results. So that was a big part of the reason I, I changed this so much. And, I, and this time of year, going into our holiday season, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, this is the hardest time of year for people to stay consistent. We're approaching the hardest time of year for people to stay consistent. It's always an excuse to skip your workout or to get off of your diet this time of year. And so while maybe a year ago, less than a year ago, there's no way I would have done this for made to work out like this. I would at least 
You know, he, he's he's burning one calorie a minute at work, and he's not getting. He's always in this pattern overload position. He needs to be moving. He needs. To, I need to have a lot more activity. He needs so he can burn a lot more calories every workout. But now I'm to the point where I've grown as a professional, and I can see the big picture a lot better. I can see I can see the lot, big picture a lot better. What's really more important? So for this client, what's really more important? What's really more important than I give him a really hard workout where every time when he does it, he's going to burn a lot of calories, or is it more important that I give him a workout that he can do consistently on a regular basis? Uh, and it becomes something that's habit for him. And after a while, if he doesn't do it, it's so, it's so much habit that if he doesn't do it, he feels like he the day missed something. What's going to get better results long term? Obviously, the second one, right? I think the most important thing is for him to develop a routine and to be consistent and make fitness just part of his life right now. He starts that way, and then the workouts will get easier, and he'll be able to do more. So this program that I gave for him, there's a link to this on the right-hand side of my page. You scroll down, scroll down on my page to the right-hand side. There's a link that says three-week personalized program. And it's just commercial that talks all about my program and all the accountability tools and things that come with it. So if you're looking for something, take a look at that. One thing I've learned over the years as a trainer that I believe to be very true is that once you become a coach... Once you become a coach, you're, all, you're a much better student. Once you become a coach, you become a much better student. I've been fortunate to have some great guests on my show since, I start, since my show started. Tosca Reno today. I had Kelly Baltuska last week. I learned a lot from. In the weeks past, I've had Diane, Alt- Diane Altimore, Kyle Maynard, Dave Ward from the Fit Club Network, and Todd Markley of Success Meals. I feel like I've taken away something impactful from every one of these shows. And when you do these shows... The research you do teaches you a lot also. Every week I, tried, I have been trying to share articles from either my guests I have on the show or some other fitness le- leaders that have written some great articles about topics I think are important to discuss. And I have another one I posted today that's a really good one. It's on my Facebook page. If you go to the right-hand side, the one that says Chat Austin Fitness on Facebook, uh, you can click on it and it'll take you right to my timeline. But... It's an article I posted about consistency, and which is a, what I want my client to get right and out of this program is just to develop a consistent workout habit. But the article is just called How to Be Consistent and Get Things Done. And the website is workawesome.com. If that's not enough to make you like the website right there, then I don't know. That, that's a pretty awesome website, workawesome.com. But the author of this is Scott H. Young. He's the author of The Little Book of Productivity, Think Outside the Cubicle and Learn More. Study, he's a, it's a, great, a lot of articles that he's wrote on there are really good, but this is the one that stood out to me the most. I'm just going to read, read one little part of this, uh, but read this article when you have a chance. Make consistency your routine. Have you ever been sleeping away from home? perhaps in a hotel room and in the dark, walked in the wrong direction to go to the bathroom or rolled over and forgot that your spouse, your girlfriend, your boyfriend isn't with you. The hotel room isn't your normal. That's why you can get temporarily confused in the night because it's foreign surrounding that you need, conscious, you need consciously navigate. So Matt, that's the kind of normal, that's the kind of regular routine that I really want my client to get into in these next three weeks 
is just develop a just develop something that is just regular. And so even if he can't see anything and the lights were turned off, he would know exactly where he was going. On that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, I'm going to introduce my guest, Tosca Reno. I'm Chad Austin. You've been listening to Be Fit for Life. We'll be right back. Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific Time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned in to Be Fit for Life with your host, Chad Austin. If you have a question or comment about our program, send us an email at chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. That's chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. Now, back to Be Fit for Life. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Chad Austin. You're listening to Be Fit for Life. Joining me on the show today is Tosca Reno. Tosca Reno is a certified nutritional therapy practitioner, an author, fitness model, motivational speaker, and has her own Gemini Award-winning reality show, Tosca Flexing at 49. She's a New York Times best-selling author of Your Best Body Now and the Eat Clean Diet series. Tosca translates healthy eating into an easily adaptable, enjoyable lifestyle that has attracted big-name celebrity followers such as Angelina Jolie, Bobby Brown, and Paul Abdul. She's a popular guest on numerous national TV, radio, and web programs, including Good Morning America, The Doctors, Early Show on CBS, and Fox and & Friends. Welcome to the show, Tosca. Thank you for joining us today. Hey, great to be here, Chad. Thanks for having me. No problem. I have your book, The Eat Clean Diet Cookbook, and I really like it. I can't wait, really can't wait to ask you about your new book. But first, I have something really inspiring I found on your website I need to share with the listeners. And there's a sentence on your About You page on your website. It says, it says this, At the age of 40, Tosca took control of her life and transformed her overweight and unfulfilled self into a strong, fit woman by eating clean. Now, for the, over the past decade, she has been helping an ever-increasing number of followers lose weight and get healthy with the Eat Clean Diet. I kind of knew this about you before when I read your book, but I didn't really understand it until I started getting ready for uh, interviewing you this week. But you didn't actually enter the fitness world until after you turned 40. That's so how did that change happen? Uh, well, I had to find the right... Uh, fertile ground in my brain to make change for myself. Uh, change doesn't happen because somebody else makes you change. Change happens because all the pieces are right in your mind to finally begin to make change for yourself. And so 
I had to let go of a lot of bad habits. I had to be absolutely ready to make change for myself, for my reasons, and uh, that way it becomes more of a, a, a lifestyle change as opposed to just a temporary diet-related change. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the main motivating factor, which is always the key that I tell uh, clients to look for and to determine for themselves is that one thing that motivates you to get off the couch and be a better version of yourself every day. And it has to be pretty compelling. Otherwise, you just won't mm-hmm. do it. And for me, it was my kids. And I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to find that internal motivation so when the going gets tough, you'll be able to keep going, right? Exactly, because there's going to be tough days. You better bank on it, right? Uh, but if your mm-hmm. reasons are strong enough and you've begun to build the changes in yourself, you'll be able to stick with uh, these desirable changes that you want to make for yourself. And mm-hmm. I've, I've pretty much stuck to those principles uh, since I made the, the first initial changes, gosh, 14 years ago. And I know that eating clean and proper training, keeping the body flexible and healthy and physically fit, has saved me from a lot of um, misery and depression because, uh, you know, my, my, my life in the last three years has been pretty hellish because <laughs> mm-hmm. I have lost my son and my husband and uh, a business. And so, you know, rebuilding myself has taken a lot of courage and guts, but I've done it and I've relied on those, those principles of eating clean and exercise. Yeah, and I just learned that about you this week about your loss recently. When you you have an awesome blog, by the way, you can tell the authors uh, you can tell who the authors are when you when when uh, you're a host because uh, they share the most in their blog. But you you really get to know who you are when you read your blog, and I think that's a that's a great compliment to the way you run your website and the way you just are as a fitness professional. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I actually have, like I said, I have the Eat Clean Diet Cookbook, which I really like, and I've used a lot as a Thank you. Uh, trainer with my clients. Thank you. And oh, you're welcome. And I, I didn't realize I didn't realize until uh, this week that this book I, I knew it was a series, but this like you've got about 20 books you've wrote already, and so uh, yep, that's correct. <laughs> yeah, and, and so uh, this is I did, there's like a dozen Eat Cook Eat Clean Diet books, and so yes. It's a, a lot a of great, and if they're all, all the rest of them are like this, I'm definitely going to be looking into more of them because I really like this book. Thank you. Um, but you have a new book that's coming out pretty soon, and yes. I'm really interested in it. It's called The, uh, the Start Here Diet, but yes. tell us more about this book. Okay, so The Start Here Diet is published by uh, Random House, and this book came about um, as the last project I did uh, with Robert's Blessing before he passed away. Um, and I wrote this book for all the people who know they want to make change, know that there's something that needs to be done to get themselves into a better state of fitness and wellness, but are so intimidated by the words exercise, gym, uh, calorie counting, or perhaps um, sacrifice, that they won't do it. Uh, so this is a very, very soft cell approach. Uh, the Start Here Diet is basically that place to begin for anyone who's feeling like the gym is just way too overwhelming or any other diet book is too overwhelming. And so I recommend a couple of things because I have been this person. I have been the person that I'm writing about in this book and I do share a lot of my personal story in the book. So I recommend a couple of things, three easy steps. One is your dive inward and that means Figuring out what it is about you that is keeping you in this place of um, 
you know, you're unfit, you're unhealthy, and basically unmotivated. And so we do a little work on that. And then the next step is super simple. It's remove your hidden food because in my experience, anybody who's overweight has had a bad relationship with bad food. And usually it's a couple of different things. And for me, it was ice cream, peanut butter, and cheese. And so I give my full confession there in the book. (laughs) And then step three is move a little. Now, of course, Chad, you're a physically fit person, and so am I, and probably lots of your guests are. But we are probably intimidating to some people. And Mm -hmm. so moving a little is perfect for the person who's too intimidated to do much more than that. And it's a great place to begin because it's, it's easy to get your body moving. It's just a question of which are the simple things you can do at home. And so I, I offer lots of simple, easy exercises to do. Movements, let's call them, instead of exercise. And that's the book. And it's gaining a lot of buzz because people are really interested in this. Well, it's a question you get asked all the time is where do I begin? I mean, it's such a great idea for a book. And yeah. so I'm really looking forward to it. And Keeping with the theme we've done for all the people who have been on the show that have had upcoming books, listeners, you're going to have a chance to win a copy of her book. You're just going to have to be patient because it doesn't come out until, does it come out in January? Is that right? No. The release date, you can actually go on Amazon and order now, but the official drop date is December 31st of this year. Yeah. Well, great. We'll have a... On our website, you can pre-order the book now, and it talks about where to do that. But you also have a chance to win a copy of the book, too. If you just go, I just posted on my Facebook page today. So if you go to Chaos and Fitness, the link to Facebook to go to my timeline. It's the second thing down on my timeline. It's a little clip, audio clip that she talks about. Uh, If you just like or comment on that post, then you'll be in the raffle to win a book. And so. Yeah, so don't miss your opportunity to do that. It's really simple. Just like or comment, you have a chance to win this book. And if you you just recently you did and you made this into an audio book, also is that I right? I did. I spent a couple of days in New York recording the audio book. I was very excited about it, and so it's also going to be available, if not already, um, <clears throat> for your digital readers and for your car. So there's no excuse you can't get away from it. <laughs> yeah, that is a, that is awesome because I'm one person that uh, always has a tough time finishing a book. And so yeah. I love audio books for that reason. So the book has to come but, to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, yeah. I think that's really exciting. And, when, and there's plans to do a few more of my uh, um, Eat Clean Diet series. The backlist, we're going to also uh, do some of those on audio as well. Oh, so that's great. I'm, I'm excited about that. Yeah, that's great. Um, so listeners, by the way, so don't forget, go to my Facebook page and just... The audio clip that's on there from Toscarino's website, just like or comment and you'll be in the raffle. And if you want to look at her website while you're listening to us, it's just Toscarino.com. So go and you can check it out now while you're listening to the rest of this interview. Uh, another question I have that I know a lot yeah. of listeners have since you have uh, uh, so many books to start with the title, Eat Clean. Mm-hmm. What does it mean when you say eat clean? Well, eating... Uh, I'm the founder of the Eat Clean Diet, the original person that came up with it, and I did it together with Robert when he was still alive. And eating clean is a lifestyle way of eating that allows you to lose weight and eat more at the same time. You can also gain weight this way, but it's a healthy way. It's a lifestyle way of eating. And what it is is eating six smaller meals throughout the course of the day, so one meal every three hours, and you're eating lean protein and complex carbohydrates at every meal, also some healthy fats in there. 
Um, and I encourage people to eat foods that are nutrient-dense, whole, minimally processed, very few additional ingredients other than, say, the apple or the, or the green bean or whatever it is. And so eating very close to earth, minimally processed foods. I also actually program in drinking water because um, water is the, uh, or dehydration is the number one nutritional deficiency in uh, North America, and that's pretty upsetting. So it, it, it appears we have to teach people how to drink water as well as to eat properly. And this way of eating tends to be more of a home run than anything else, than any other types of diets, because it basically retools and, and retrains you how to feed yourself. And that sounds like a really crazy thing to have to do in this day and age. But we are living in scary times where people are sicker than they've ever been, overweight. We're now looking at numbers as high as 60 to 70% of the population are dealing with either overweight or obesity. And our own children will not live the long, healthy life their parents did because they are now obese. Mm. We, need, we need to learn how to eat properly once again. And I intend to make that my mission until my final days. I, I share that same passion. I, I shared a, all kinds of stats like you just mentioned. I know another one that really stands out to me is that four out of five overweight children will be overweight the rest of their lives. And so I, I think that's another scary yeah. one. Yeah, it's, but, uh, it's crazy. And we actually, as North Americans, spend more money on banking fees than on vegetables. How about that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's that's an alarming stat yeah. there, too. So, and the, the, the water, I didn't realize that was a... But that makes total sense. That is something that might, the chiropractor I had on last week, he, he made the comment that it's like a part-time job remembering to drink water. water. So, right. I mean, it is something that uh, people don't realize that they don't quite do good enough on. It's, as a professional, it's something I always ask, it seems like. Yeah. One of the problems with uh, dehydration is the fact that we're drinking too many caffeinated and uh, sugary or dehydrating beverages. And they mm-hmm. include, unfortunately, some of the the sports drinks and fruit juices and definitely sodas and definitely caffeinated beverages like teas and coffees. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we don't seem to have a problem remembering to drink those, but we do yeah. seem to have a problem <laughs> remembering to drink water. So I program, if you're going to have a coffee in one hand, an eight ounce coffee in one hand, you should have 12 ounces of water in the other. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am really good at remembering to drink my coffee in the morning. I don't have a problem with that at all. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, um, so now that we're talking about the eat clean diet, this is one question I, I, uh, went on my own and I left the company and joined my own business about four years ago. And when I did that, I made the decision to get better with nutrition. And luckily most of the coworkers I worked with, a lot of them, you know, they were, had done figure shows or coached people do figure shows. And so the eat clean diet was something that they followed yeah. and were very, and were very good at. And so now that I've kind of I've gotten better at that with myself and teaching clients. One thing that pops up all the time is what is the difference between the eat clean way and the paleo way? And so that would be a question. Okay, so the paleo movement really is all about eating. um, It doesn't matter if you're eating animal-sourced foods. And um, so there's a a heavy emphasis on meat. And by the way, I'm not um, pointing fingers and saying one way is better than the other. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I like to embrace a way of eating that really does encourage you to eat all of the healthy food groups. But paleo is different because it, it's, uh, there's a more of an emphasis on fat, more of an emphasis on animal proteins, and um, uh, you, know, you don't eat any gluten products. Now, I personally think that one of the most rampant 
misunderstandings right now is gluten-free, the gluten-free issue. And not mm-hmm. everybody has a gluten concern. You can either be gluten intolerant or gluten sensitive. It is true that it is much more difficult for us today to digest wheat uh, or, or the proteins in wheat, which include gluten. Um, it's because wheat is not the same as it used to be 400 years ago when we first grew it. Um, so uh, with regard to paleo, it, nobody eats gluten in that particular diet. Well, I think that's something that if you're really someone who is gluten intolerant, you need to get that checked out with your doctor. Once you know that for sure, um, sure, then you have to abstain from eating wheat and, and potentially other grains. The thing about eating clean is it embraces all the macronutrients, protein, fat, and carbohydrates. Um, I don't mind where you get your protein from, I, but I do encourage sourcing protein with a responsibility to the environment. So, you know, get your, get your salmon, get your bison, get your venison, get your beef, get your chicken, your fish. Have uh, other types of proteins from plant sources like quinoa, but be careful. I mean, you know, when did you last see a salmon eat corn? A lot of our <laughs> cor- salmon is corn-fed. I didn't realize that in the, uh, salmon had, had feet to go get corn. It doesn't yeah. work. And even cattle prefer to eat grass, not corn. And yet, most of our cattle are grain-finished. That's where I have a problem. It's when the food chain gets perverted like that, and, and it puts a lot of responsibility on the consumer to know what they're looking for and what they're shopping for and how that animal was fish-farmed or raised. Um, so with eating clean... I, I give you all the tips to be able to figure that out. So that's your protein. Then you look at your complex carbohydrates. Well, I think grains are important, but if you're going to eat 40% complex carbohydrates throughout the day, let's make 10, 20% of them uh, grains and, and proper grains and then make the other 20% leafy greens. And I'm a big fan of all the types of vegetables. Uh, predominantly leafy greens I eat, but, uh, you know, any kind of vegetable. I don't care what color it is, just get that in you. And I look for excuses to put vegetables into my diet. The other part about eating clean is that I, I do everything possible to encourage people to stay away from sugar. Um, sugar as a refined ingredient, I'm not even going to call it a food because it isn't, mm-hmm. one of the most dangerous elements in our diet um, it's right up there with heroin and cocaine because it's, <laughs> it's a, a, a white granular powder. It gives you a high crash, and then you want more, and you're powerfully addicted to the stuff. The only trouble with sugar is that it's, it's more ubiquitous. It's everywhere, and it's not labeled as a drug. So we consume it blindly, and we do damage to ourselves. And I don't think there's any one ingredient that has caused so much disease in the human diet as sugar has. Well, wow, I'd never heard anyone explain it quite like or compare it quite that like that, but that is a that is a very good comparison between the exactly. sugar and those. So when I yeah. get my hands on my clients and I say now we're going to eat clean and their their mind is engaged in the plan and they're ready to work with me, one of the first things we do is we get in the kitchen and we look in the in the cupboards and the pantry and the refrigerator and figure out, okay, where's the sugar hiding? Mm-hmm. And in your hidden food, where's the sugar hiding? Because if there's anything that's keeping you eating crap. It's likely sugar and the next yeah. piece is salt. Um, so, so I find that very, very helpful for people. And between those two simple tasks of getting rid of sugar and drinking more water, already you're a healthier person just by doing that. So, and I feel like the, um, 
the equine diet is something that can be done as a lifestyle way of eating. Lifestyle, once again, wherever you can go, wherever you go, you take this way of eating with you and you know how to feed yourself every single day. It doesn't mean you have to be a monk and abstain from everything in life. It just means this is the backbone of the way you eat to make you be the healthiest and the, the most fit and lean person possible. Yeah, that's very good answer to that question. Uh, we're, we're On that note, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a second. You're listening to Be Fit for Life. I'm Chad Austin. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Listen every week for Mental Health with Dr. Sarita Rao. Our program focuses on behavioral health issues like depression, dependence on drugs and alcohol, anger management, stress, and other challenges. From ADHD to bipolar disorder, we'll want to hear from you with questions and experiences to share. That's Mental Health with Dr. Sarita Rao, live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Find out more. You don't need to deal with this alone. How is your health? Do you want to know more about it? Every day there are new technologies, procedures, and healing techniques coming forward. To understand them, tune in to Speaking of Health with Dr. Michael Cudlis. Our guests come from different backgrounds in the fields of health and healing. We'll discuss new realities and modalities, from chiropractic to metagenics. It's all designed to improve your quality of life. Speaking of Health is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Caring for someone with autism can be full of challenges and triumphs. Wherever you are on your autism journey, we all benefit from good information and guidance. Join host Rob Haupt every week for a friendly show that will leave you inspired and informed. Tune in to Autism Spectrum Radio. Our guests include parents, advocates, and experts to discuss current experiences, treatments, and breakthroughs for those living with autism. Listen every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are tuned in to Be Fit for Life with your host, Chad Austin. If you have a question or comment about our program, send us an email at chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. That's chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. Now, back to Be Fit for Life. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Chad Austin. You're listening to Be Fit for Life. I'm here with Tosca Reno. Hey there. Uh, We just got done talking about the difference between the Eat Clean Diet and Paleo Diet and what the Eat Clean Diet is. If you're just tuning in, you can join us. Uh, You can take a look at Tosca's website, toscareno.com. And you have a chance to be in a raffle for a new book. If you go to my Facebook page from the right-hand side, the link, Chad Austin Fitness on Facebook, and like or, or comment on the Toscarino post. It's like my second post down on the timeline. You'll have a chance to win a copy of her new book in the raffle. So we just got done talking a lot about your new book and the Eat Clean Diet, what it is. And so I know a lot of what you preach in your books also comes along with movement. And the Eat Clean Diet is also a lifestyle. 
So knowing that deep clean diet is a lifestyle and that includes exercise, how do you fit movement into your really busy schedule? <laughs> well, I, first of all, never look at exercise and or movement as punishment. I'm um, a highly physical person and I know that I feel better when I keep my body in motion or moving. Not that I don't take a rest or sit down or sleep, I do. But I always look for the opportunity to make my body move rather than the reason or the excuse not to. So even when I travel, I'll take my skipping rope with me or sliders or I'll, I'll go to a gym where I know they'll be able to access uh, equipment or a, or a space for me to train. For other people, and especially in the Start Here diet, people who are concerned about moving the body and maybe aren't even healthy enough to do so, I just look for lots of excuses in my own house. Um, for example, uh, I'll, I'll move by planting my own vegetable garden or sweeping or vacuuming or I park my car a little bit further away and walk where I need to go. Um, some of these things are not challenging. It's just we need to start thinking of them as ways that we can become increasingly mobile. One of the great pleasures of being a human being is the ability to move the body um, and to express ourselves physically. So to me, I don't know, I like to be a clean person. I, I put a lot of movement into my day by cleaning my house <laughs> and keeping myself <laughs> clean. And there's a lot of physicality that can be found there. And in the Start Here diet, we've also um, transitioned so that you can start with very modest, simple movements to increasing to more challenging movements. And then, you know, we even go into things like circuit training and all the rest of it. Because I did, I have noticed, Chad, and you probably have noticed this too with your range of clients that you see, that fitness lives on a continuum. And there are people who are at the, the, the lower end who are just sitting on the couch just trying to figure out how to become more mobile. And there's people at the far end who are, or who are the fit freaks, right? Who, who you don't need to push them. They go all by themselves. Uh, so the Start Here diet really serves that lower end of the spectrum. And then the people like, you know, perhaps yourself, Chad, and, and the fitness personalities could probably fit the other end <laughs> of the spectrum. But there's yeah. something for everybody here. And I think the Eat Clean diet fits right in the middle for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I had a guest on the show recently that talked about that very same thing about how to, uh, the way you talked about in the earlier in the show, talking about things can be a little bit intimidating at first. It's to be the underachiever at first is one thing that she pro- uh, yep. preached. And just to start small and to master it one baby step at a time. I think that's great advice for anyone that's just starting out. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we didn't as infants learn how to walk immediately. We had to have take a few runs at it and get ourselves mobile in other ways, and then finally you get good at walking. Look, mm-hmm. you can't fail this. The only thing that fails is your dedication and your commitment to the program. Your body will do whatever you tell it to, but if your mind is telling you to stop or be lazy or eat junk, well, you're not going to get very far. Mm-hmm. So what would you give someone who advice is if they're just starting trying to make some lifestyle changes, what would small steps would you have them start with? Well, the first small step I would make is uh, increase the amount of water you drink. So you need to be drinking at least uh, three liters of water a day so, or eight eight-ounce glasses. Um, next, I would identify where sugar lives in my house, in my food, in what I'm eating. Have a really good look at the labels and pitch everything. Um, if, you, if you look up the word sugar you'll find under the definition about 100 different euphemisms or synonyms for the word sugar. Look those up 
and then learn to identify those on your food labels. If you're not sure, and there's a whole bunch of words on there that you can't, can't pronounce, likely there are ingredients in there that are not worth eating, certainly not clean. Chuck them. Mm-hmm. Then, say you weren't going to do anything else, I would say one change you should make is if you're not already eating breakfast, you should become a breakfast eater because people who eat breakfast tend to be much leaner as on the whole than people who skip breakfast. It's, it's a very strange statistic, but it tends to be so. And then I would commit my new goal to paper. I put it on an index card and say, you know, I'm going to eat clean. I'm going to read the Start Here diet. I'm going to read the Clean diet. I'm going to listen to Chad Austin, whatever your goal is, and make that goal something that's a commitment, a date with yourself so that you're going to be able to go back to it, read it, put it on paper, and follow through. Anybody who writes their goals down along with the steps they're taking to achieve them tends to be 50% more likely to be successful than those who don't. Yeah, so, it's like making so much more of a commitment to, right, to right. commit it to paper. Right. So those are really simple things. And then once you begin to get that in your mind, you follow up with moving your body. Go for a walk. This time of year is gorgeous for walking. Get out there with your dog. If you don't have a dog, get a dog. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have a dog, get a friend. Just go for a walk. Um, find the reasons to move your body then, rather than looking for the excuses not to. Right. Well, and that's a great place to begin. That is a really great place to begin. That's well put. That's remind, remind me of Julian Michaels a little bit there. Listening to that one, she has one thing she says all the time: where if it if it sounds too good to be true, then it is. We're talking yeah. about how it used to be so much easier to read the label, but now like sugar and everything's yeah. hidden in the label too. And yeah, so no, there's. I think there's a real um, myth with all of these diet-free, sugar-free, good-for-you foods. If it's screaming at you that it's good for you, it, it probably isn't. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know, an apple doesn't have to scream at you to tell you it's good for you. Um, mm-hmm. It's just that they put so many things in diet foods and fat-free foods to make them taste better that they're replacing fat with sugar, and now you're getting the hit of sugar that I told you about that you don't need. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, this has been a great interview. We're going to have one last closing thought question. Uh, listeners, remember, you have a chance to be in the raffle for Tosca's new book that's coming out that answers the question, where do I begin? Don't want to miss out on this opportunity. Go to my Facebook page, Chad Austin Fitness on Facebook. The right-hand corner, there's a link to go to it. And make sure you either like or comment on the post. The second one down on my timeline is a post from Tosca's new book. Make sure you like or comment on it. Um, and to lead the show, I want you, this is a question that I thought would be perfect to end with for you to sure. give my listeners one last thing. But just how does eating clean and exercise, how can we use this to lead to overall personal wellness? Without a doubt, those two components are for 90% um, to the reason why you can either achieve your goals or not. So I look at the Body Beautiful formula, 80% nutrition, 10% training, 10% genetics. If you have your eating and your exercise truly in hand, Anything else that you can dream of is possible. I am a walking example of that possibility. Up until I was 39, at my heaviest, I weighed 204 pounds. I was living a purposeless life. When I learned how to eat clean, when I began to train and take responsibility for my health and wellness in the gym, um, I began to dream of possibilities that became true. In other words, I had 10 oxygen covers. I began to write for Oxygen Magazine. Then I wrote books. I appeared on TV, had my own TV show. I could run a marathon. 
uh, I could do triathlon. All of the things that were so purposeless and sick and weighing me down in my previous life disappeared, and suddenly everything became a possibility. And this can be possible for your listeners, too. Wow, that's, that is incredible. I, thank you so much, Tosca, for being on the show. You truly are an inspiration as for my listeners who are wanting to make their life more about fitness and just for us professionals that are trying to join in your cause of helping, helping us make fitness more of a passionate part of this world. Uh, thank, thank you, you we'll for being together. on the show. Thank yeah, we you. are. We're, this is a cause we've got to keep working at. But listeners, we will be right back. Uh, I'm Chad Austin. You're listening to Be Fit for Life. Stay tuned. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. Hi, I'm Ed Krell, CEO of Destination Maternity. We proudly support the March of Dimes work in reducing premature births. Almost half a million babies are born too soon in the United States. We're helping the March of Dimes fund cutting-edge research and life-saving programs to help moms in our communities have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Join us during Prematurity Awareness Month in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit MarchofDimes.com. The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tung has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. are tuned into be fit for life with your host chad austin if you have a question or comment about our program send us an email at chad at gmail.com that's chad at gmail.com now back to be fit for life welcome back everybody i'm chad austin you're listening to be fit for life if you have a question for me or about any of my guests that's been on the show, Tosca or any of the other ones, you can leave me a message on my Facebook page, just send me a personal message, or you can email me at chataustinfitness at gmail.com. In the first segment, I started talking about uh, consistency a lot, and I mentioned this article I really like. I'm going to read a little bit more from it now. Uh, this article was, this is on, the, on my timeline on Facebook, and the website is, is workawesome.com, and this is by Scott, a, or Scott Young. Uh, the first part of this, sustainability instead of speed. The reason I struggled with consistency was that I cared more about speed than sustainability. In other words, I worked on my goals to achieve the maximum progress I thought was possible in the shortest amount of time. Aim to read a book every day, set the deadline for a six-month project in eight weeks, more, faster, sooner. The reason 
it's easy to go for a day or a month, but not 10 years, is that 10 time, the two time frames require completely different mindsets. To do something for a day or a month, you need to put a lot of effort into it. To do something every day for a year, you need the opposite. You need to have activity require less effort so it doesn't exhaust you. When I started my business, I was working on a software program. I had created an intense deadline which was incredibly difficult to achieve. So difficult that near the end of it, I was completely burnt out. At the, at the time, I thought I was doing what was best for my business, working extremely hard. But after three years and a dozen projects, I realized I had things backwards. Sure, hard work is important, is always going to be important, but if I can't sustain that hard work, it isn't worth it. It's not worth it because setting an impossible deadline and crushing myself to, to meet it, man, I was usually useless for a few months afterwards. If I had planned ahead, set the project in a sustainable way, I wouldn't have lost that time. If you're going to start running, aim to run every day just for a little bit. Don't aim to break personal records every single run. Just aim to run. When you tweak your expectations slightly, it becomes far easier to continue for the long haul. Talk about being an underachiever at first or taking baby steps, maybe the better way to word it, at first. Just, and once you get started doing it every single day, then my client, Eldon, as he gets going, once he gets, gets a whole week of getting all of his workouts in, then he gets a second week of getting all of his workouts in, they're smaller workouts, but it's going to be easier for him to do it. It's going to become habit, and then he'll be able to do more when he needs to. So another part of this article says, show up every day, not just once in a while. This lesson might sound redundant, but it's often missed. Many people try to be consistent by doing something irregularly. I suppose technically if I ran six days a month, every month for a decade, that would be consistent. But I know very few people who can pull that kind of schedule off. Surprisingly, doing something every day or nearly every day is far easier to sustain than doing it once in a while. If you want to be consistent with a new habit, run it every day uninterrupted for a month. Make it irreplaceable part of your life not an afterthought you do occasionally. Sometimes you can't do something every day, but you can at least make it work in a fixed schedule. Once per week, every week, I sit down and record all my expenses into a spreadsheet. I don't bother with it every day, but I do it on a regular enough schedule as part of my life. And he goes on to talk about the part we mentioned earlier. So when you talk about that, think about your sleep patterns. If you get in a sleep pattern and every day you go to bed at a certain time, every day you're used to getting up at a certain time, it gets easier to do that after a while. And your body just becomes programmed and it's easy to wake up in the morning early and you just do it every day whether you're working or not. But if you have a really inconsistent schedule and you make your sleep patterns inconsistent to match that inconsistent schedule, then you're, ne- you're always going to be tired all the week, every week because you're never going to get used to getting up early. And so just your workout is the same way. If you get used to doing it on a regular basis, then it gets easier every time. And eventually, your body just becomes programmed and something you can keep doing all the time. Make consistency your routine. This is the part I read part of earlier. This is, have you ever been sleeping away from home, perhaps in a hotel, and in the dark walked into the wrong direction to go to the bathroom, or rolled over and forgot that your spouse or girlfriend or boyfriend isn't with you? The hotel room isn't your normal. That's why you can't be temporarily confused at night. Because it's foreign, it's foreign surrounding that you need consciously navigate through. And so that's what you want to get. You want it to get become programmed 
And so if you're not doing it, it seems like it's out of the ordinary. So Tosca, she obviously is a very passionate fitness. It's very easy to tell why she's really good at what she does. I encourage you to go and look at her blog. If you go to Toscarino.com, she has a blog, and she keeps up with it on a regular basis. But as I said earlier, you can tell the people, the fitness professionals who are also authors because they really do a good job with their blog, and it's something you just you can't stop reading when you start reading it. But she has one where she gives us the seven simple steps to wellness. That's one thing I want to close the show with here today. And it starts off with this really cool quote. Thomas Edison once stated, the doctor of the future will no longer treat the human frame with drugs, but rather with interest, with interest, her and his patients in the care of human frame, in proper diet and the cause of prevention of disease. And she goes on to give us seven steps to wellness. And so this is uh, at Toscarino.com, just at our blog. And so you can go there and find this. Seven steps to wellness. First is to drink water. A lot of water, at least eight cups a day, 64 ounces. Water can m- move mountains. Imagine what it can do for you. So we talked a, l- a lot earlier about how everyone underestimates how much water. They, they overestimate how much water they drink. And then we don't, we don't uh, play, play into factor all the coffee or pre-workout drinks or caffeinated drinks that we drink on top of it that dehydrates us more. And it puts us back a few steps on how much water we drink. So drink more water. The second one, eat breakfast. Not just any breakfast, but a breakfast of hearty grains, hearty fat, and a bit of protein. Nothing stimulates the metabolism like a good breakfast. Skipping it or eating surgery, sugary crap kills it. And so this is the biggest thing people do wrong when they first get started. It's the biggest small change, and Tosca mentioned earlier, just to start eating breakfast. I would say 65, 70% of the clients that come to me and when I first make some changes to their nutrition, most of them eat twice a day and they normally skip breakfast. And so the way that happens is you're always in a rush in the morning. And so you get up and when you, and you're on your, you're in a hurry to get out the door to get to work. And then you eat something at lunch, but most of the day at work, you're so busy, you don't really have time to eat that much. And then when you come home, you're starving and you have a big dinner right before you go to bed. And so that, that is actually the opposite of what we want to be. We want to have a bigger breakfast and then eat a little bit less as the day goes on. And so and think of your body as a car. Here's a good example of why it's so important to eat breakfast. Your body never turns off. You don't just turn the power switch off at night and go to bed and then reboot in the morning. You're always, always burning calories. And so think of a car or an engine uh, it's running constantly. Eventually, you got to refuel, right? Or you got and you got to get an oil change. You got to get things like that. And so, say at six o'clock, seven o'clock at night, you have dinner, and then at six o'clock, seven o'clock in the morning, you, you comes around. You don't eat breakfast. That's twelve hours already, and if you, you need to refuel. And if you don't eat anything for another six hours, and then you have a light meal for lunch, you're just, you're not going to be at the top of your game. And so, this first big change of eating breakfast, you're going to have more energy. Uh, you're going to you're going to be able to focus more, you're going to be more alert, you're going to feel better, you're going to be in a better mood, everything will change. So that is one big change right off the bat you need to make. Avoid added refined sugar. Really this step is the one that will bring you closer to the best health ever. If you can't stick to cutting it out of your diet, nothing has contributed to human illness more than this one ingredient. And I love how uh, she compared sugar to cocaine about being addictive and it's a legal it's a legal addictive drug that has caused more deaths than anything in the u.s and she's absolutely right four 
Eat grain, eat greens at least twice a day, more if you can. For breakfast, I eat wilted spinach with poached eggs. So eat more greens a can, the better. Five, make your bowels move. At least once a day is idea, ideal. Help stubborn bowels move with more tablespoons of ground flaxseed tossed onto your morning breakfast cereal or greens. Those little seeds are mighty powerful indeed. Six, eat one tablespoon of coconut oil per day. Seven, move. Put your body through some kind of movement or motion every day. That hot little number called the human body needs action to look and feel super alive and strong. 20 minutes a day should do it. Make sure you move more a day. So those are some great tips that you can find from her blog. She has a lot of other great blogs on there also. Um, so to end the show, first I want to remind you, my three-week program that you can go to the link of that I talked about with Elvin earlier today, it's on the right-hand side, and go to my Facebook page and make sure you like or comment on the post that has Tosca, Tosca's book, or, and so her new book, The Start Here Diet, to answer the question, how do you get started? So be sure to, an- to go and read that. This last thing I'm going to read you with, this is just something that, in the inside of Tosca's book, she has a personal message that's handwritten that she puts at the end of it. I think it's really, really cool that I've never seen in another book before. After years of being overweight and unhealthy, I finally came up with the answer, to eat clean. It's the only way to lose it, to lose weight. I hope you benefit from my discovery as much as I have. Please pass on your thoughts on eating cr- clean to friends who may, have also, who may have weight issues. You will have done them the biggest favor because a superior life is all about health and fitness. One day you and I will meet, and I will be thrilled to shake your hand. My best wishes, Tosca Reno. Thank you for listening today. Well, have a good week. I'll see you next week on Be Fit for Life. Thanks again for tuning us in. Please join Chad Austin next Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Be Fit for Life on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. This week, have fun, get active, and be fit. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.